the Sportique Studios, we're raising a glass to the great number seven, John Elway, on this, his birthday! You're in the South Stands. I'm Colin Daniels with producer Scott Stafford. And you Taking a drink. Get feel the feel the flow. Yeah, feel the flow. Gotta stretch it out. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. You gotta, gotta get loose for the show. Yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. Man, I feel like I have so much sports just pent up in me. Well, a lot of sports has happened, uh, believe it or not, and a lot of things have happened. There's been many things going on, and we're gonna tr- we're gonna try to touch them all, if you will. Tonight, is it touch them all time? It's gonna be touch them all time here, real quick, and uh, we'll we'll get to all of it. We've got a visit from from Scoop Nemeth a little bit later coming up pretty soon. Um, no guests tonight. I think not having a having a guest is great. It's fun to have a guest, but I like not having a guest. So if we haven't done it for a while, then we could really, you know, if you haven't done it for a while, you're going to be real pent up and you're going to shoot a big load. Sure, and we don't, we don't want to ruin anybody's careers. So, you know, we thought potentially having uh, somebody in here tonight could put them in, 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 the, in, in harm's way. It could. Uh, on that note, I just want to let you guys know that I, I, I did take an, an Ambien before tonight's show. It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm, I'm not um, liable for anything I uh-oh. may or may not well, say. It, because you know, sometimes you want to cut loose and you want to be like, you want to say, you know, some f words, some, oh. some d words, you know, stuff like that. And uh, you know, you just have somebody in here, and they're like, they're like, hey, I'm just trying to promote my, uh, you know, my sports blog, and I don't, I don't need, you know, somebody, uh, you know, hearing this. Uh, so it's kind of nice to, you know, be able to cut loose and not have to worry about it. So that's precisely what we're going to do. Um, really, I mean, there's there's plenty of sports stories going on, and um, you know, we could we could talk, you could talk Broncos even at this point. A little bit's can going you, on. Can yeah, you can, can, but we're not going to. Um, but I do want to talk about my Rockies. And, uh, you know, my Rockies are in first place. Our, 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 okay, our, our Rockies. Our Rockies. Our Rockies are in first place, and I thought it wasn't going to last long, but they're, 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 they're holding their own, and they're doing all right. They got to win tonight. Like five wins in a row. I right know. Now. It's crazy. It's good stuff. And um, they, uh, they, they seem to be kind of keeping it together and, 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 and not playing very well either, which is, which is amazing. They're playing pretty crappy and uh, still in first place. So it kind of speaks to the nature of the division and how bad the other teams are, uh, which is surprising. I thought but they'd the all Dodgers be... are, are on a streak now, too. So. Yeah, yeah, they will be. But, I don't, but the Dodgers aren't that great. So we'll see how it goes. Um, but I wanted to tell you guys, I went on Saturday, and this was the first time I'd been since opening day. So opening day was miserable, right? Very, oh, it was very just cold. terrible. I, it was, I, we did get to I, meet Mark Mosier. That's right. I enjoyed, I enjoyed opening it. day was cold, and so usually I wait to kind of I, I can pick out I pick out tickets throughout the year, and I wait. I'm like I'm going to wait to the end of May just so I can uh, you know so I know it's going to be warm, and um, it was wonderful out. But what I noticed a couple things I'm going to get to. I don't think the scoreboard was doing what it was doing the first day of opening day. Like it's got like pitch speed and pitch kind of pitch they're throwing stuff, all that information. I think it was just a big scoreboard with pictures. They weren't doing all that then. I, I got a, I got a bit am of. Am I a, right or am I, I wrong? I no, you're right. You're okay. absolutely right. I, I got a Rockies beef. This is my Rockies beef. Uh, I've been to a, way more games than you apparently. Yeah, yeah. Like way more. Um, this is what happens at every single game now. 
Charlie Blackman comes up to bat, and it's all, you know, Josie's on a vacation. We, know, yeah, okay. I've heard the right, song. Right, right, right. And then right when you're, it's about to get good, and right, the audience participation. They cut it off. They cut it off. I know. Every single time. The sound Every was all fucked time. up. The sound was all fucked up there when I went just on Saturday. So, so then everyone in the stands who... Tonight, who yeah, you missed that part. They, they have to kind of go right in their head, blah, 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 blah. Tonight, and then it happens. Well, but, they should know it by now, shouldn't they? Uh, Still, whoever's I mean, that is a hook, man. That's it's a, a hook. That's the best hook we've had that guy, since. Whoever's in charge of this needs to be fired. Is what I'm trying to say. No, that so so they, what I noticed was they were blasting like horrible, like kind of techno music while the starting lineups were being announced, and it was just blasting. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then during the uh, during the pitches, they'll play like a song, like real quick, and then cut it off. And they never used to do that before. That was different too, and it was really like distracting. I couldn't stand it. Um, but yeah, the scoreboard was very cool, and I don't think it was doing what it was doing the last time I was there. But here's the really cool thing that I got to do as you know, as a season ticket holder, a club level uh, person who sits on the club level. Um, you knew that? Did you know that? Did you? Okay. Um, Wait, you're on club level yeah. and a season ticket holder? Yep. Thank you. Thank wow. you. Thank you for wow. recognizing me. Infield in box myself. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm in Dick Monfort section. Okay, I can't, I can't really talk shit to you. Um, so so we got an opportunity. They said, hey, if you're going to the game, this game, sign up and you can go to an autograph session with a player. And I was like, that's cool. Sounds great. And I was like, and this is you can take a person. So I'm taking our buddy Snyder, right? And he who was Who like, else? Yeah, who else? And he was there. And I was like, hey, you want to go to this thing? He goes, yeah, but I'm watching uh, uh, Liverpool play in the morning. I'm going to be oh, wasted. shut up. And I was, like, I was like, okay, so try not to be too wasted. So we go and do it. And you go upstairs uh, past the club level and where the, all the media sits and everything like that. And they take us into this place I've never been Down before. this long purple hallway. It was kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. They check us in. And they said, okay, we'll have baseballs and we'll have uh, jerseys for sale that you can, that you can you know, uh, get. You can buy and have them sign it. And so I was like, ah, it's going to be some schlub, you know, whatever like that. And then so we get into the hallway and I see somebody buying a ball. And I look out and there's a DJ LeMahieu jersey sitting there. And I said to Snyder, I was like, that's a LeMahieu jersey. He goes, ah, it's probably just after his place. I said, well, I don't know. I don't know why they would sell that if it wasn't him. And we turn the corner, and I look. There's two guys in there. First guy, I have no idea who it is. It's Brian Fuentes. So, and he's sitting there first. Oh, the notable Brian the Fuentes. The notable Brian Fuentes. I didn't recognize him at first because he had tattoos and everything. And then I saw, oh, it's Brian Fuentes. could see him. Nice guy. And then DJ LeMay, who's sitting right next to him. And, uh, and it was really cool. And uh, Brian Fuentes was like, oh, cool, nice hat. You know, we we're talking to him a little bit. DJ was just like signing shit and like, get the fuck out of here. Well, he was not having it. Well, you know, that's cool. They brought him in before he becomes a Red Sox. So that's that's, true, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. Well, he was, you know, he was hurt too, which was weird because I thought maybe yeah. he, if he was hurt, they wouldn't have him in there. But um, that's the first time I think I've ever like, you know, been around like a so he's, he's actual gone. player. He's gone next year. You think His so? His contract's up and okay. they want to bring McMahon in. It's, it's, a, right. it's a drag. I'm that's just saying cool. it's a drag. Do so you think that's why he was bitter or he was just thinking all uh, these assholes are streaming past me having me sign shit? Uh, both a little of both. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not sure. So that but was kind of cool. That makes me sad, though. I, I really do think it's gone. Well, I'm glad you had that monumental event in your life, John. That's you know, memories are what this life on Earth is all about. It's true. It's very true. Hey, have speaking, you had, have you had such events? Speaking recently? of which, oh, uh, yes, yes, I had the opportunity to attend the Taylor Swift concert at what? Invesco Field. I haven't heard high. anything about yeah, this. I know. Oh, wow. I know. I know. This is, a, I, I this kind is of kept to me, Scott. I kind of kept it under my hat. Wow. Interesting. Holy but, shit. Um, did you go by yourself? I did not. What? What? You, who'd, not. You, who'd you go with? I went, I, went, I went with the ultimate arm candy, one Lauren Anders, at L A 
A A A A baby on Twitter, wow. and uh, she's that's... a great. She is a great, awesome person, and she's also the most beautiful girl of the entire stadium. There are fifty-eight thousand people there. There's nobody I would have rather gone with, and I'm a happily married man with two kids, and it was no threat to my marriage whatsoever. I was simply in an, in a position to enjoy the company of a beautiful girl who is also a huge Taylor Swift fan. And it was awesome. She's a Swifty. I had some, she's a total Swifty. And I had some dude on Twitter. He's like, you're just bringing Lauren along for arm candy. Yeah. 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 So, (laughs) and, but much more than that, she's, she is, um, she is a, she's a wild kid for sure. She's definitely uh, very hard to keep up with. We're talking about Taylor Swift. No. Lauren Anders, who's arguably actually prettier than Taylor Swift. But she's uh, she's hard to keep up with, but uh, smart and perceptive and fun and just an absolute gas. She she showed me the best time, and uh, we absolutely danced and partied and and sung along. Did you, and had did a great you have time. some drinks? We got several drinks consumed. Yeah, we got loaded. I'm interested about the uh, the show itself. What was your your, your favorite song? What was uh, done um, differently than the albums? Uh, um. They were all identical to the albums in every way. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it. Was all karaoke-ish. But what was your favorite? It's what not karaoke-ish in this sense, though. She absolutely has the opportunity in a stadium setting like that to lip sync, and she does not. Well, that's good. Not she's at a, she's all. A not pro. a no. She's a pro. Wow. I, okay. I can appreciate. I can appreciate her talent. Well, her talent, her professionalism, and the fact that the she, showmanship was the showmanship, off the charts. I can do that. There were five stages, and she flew between them on wires, and it, you know it was very, very impressive. The production was incredible. I mean, even if you wore earplugs and did not listen to the music at all, visually you would have gotten your money's worth. Well, just from what was going that's on. That's probably that's probably good because I'm sure it wasn't cheap. And it was mammothly expensive. Yes, and I'm sure that she um, goes to sleep on a big pile of money every night. I did the math. Ticket sales alone for that show, just at an average ticket price, which I looked up, 58,000 seats, $7,700,000 in ticket sales. And that's not con- including at the beginning, every entrance you came in, you went right through the t-shirt sales on your way into the arena. And the lines at those were 20 minutes. Taylor's long. making a good couple of mil off every night, right? She's making probably three, four million. Absolutely. I, herself. I'd say two to three would be my yeah. guess. Which, is, which ain't, ain't bad for a night's work, right? No, no. It's yeah, that's not bad at so all. It's, so it's good coin. Um, that sounds great. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to be there, but um, it sounds great. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Um, I had I had I had a great great time. One of the best most fun. I've done I've had some fun things happen. I've done some fun stuff. That was one of the most that was because I got the opportunity to just break loose out of like who I'm supposed to be and who I am and just go be a goofball. And that's what that that's what the opportunity afforded me was the opportunity to just go dance like an idiot. I don't care who's laughing at me. I'm sweaty. I'm having a great time. Were you, were you the oldest and the, and the tallest person there? You know, there were several moms around me. I was the tallest, and I moved out into the aisle because yeah. I was dancing right in front of like some moms and daughters, and they started. I could like I could tell I was going to annoy them. Yeah. So I stepped out into the aisle where I was out of the way visually and just fucking let loose, man. It was awesome. Well, that's great. AJ Hayfley was there too, and he was he was uh, very very happy with his. Uh, his decision to go. I haven't talked to him about it since, but um, I'm sure he had a good time as well. I think Will Peterson was there too. So yeah, there were there were several of us. Well, that's Denver great. sports tweeters out there. That's great. Um, yeah, that's uh, 
I, it's you know what it's uh you got to do something you got to do something different now and then and uh, i you still know, don't know a single song she not does. my it's not um that one. she's all like I, haters I gonna hate me and it's all like uh shake it off and blank shake it off and it's totally bland mm. pop and this is sorry colin i'm gonna this is where i'm gonna oh, no it's true this gonna, is all true this is totally bland yeah. pop music i mean it's well written it's well crafted it's put together and and you, she sings well and you can see and she has she's a great, a great voice, performer yeah and you can see you you can you listen to it and you can understand why people like it you go okay it's kind of catchy but if you listen to it at all beyond just what the f- surface is there are no layers to peel there's away there's no layers there's it's no very, layers it's very shallow no i was listening to it while i mowed my lawn on sunday and i just thought yeah okay you know, it's I, can, not, yeah, I understand it's not the great. criticism like the, like there's no subtlety here it's it's yeah. You're a hater. You 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 know. You used to date me, and now I'm going to get revenge yeah. on you by being loved by like Avril, Avril Lavigne might be a little deeper than than um than that. Certainly that, Bjork. So for sure <laughs> so Bjork. Far is, deeper. So. Um yeah. It's it's not it's not anything uh too. It's not anything too uh, uh cerebral. No, it's all will. on the surface. But that surface is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's cool. I can I can dig it. You know, that's great. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, not for me, not for you. I, I went to a music festival in oh, Austin, yeah? Texas. Heck yeah! Festivals are a bit the of a levitation of, festival. Festivals are a bit of work. That's not, a not bit, this especially one. when it's hot. Was it hot? It wasn't too bad. This one is all indoors. So oh, that various, helps. Uh, Austin, have you guys been? You guys been to Austin? It's been a long time. They have so many uh, amazing venues there, but then uh, they're all outdoors too, which is a lot of fun. But it was just going from venue to venue to venue. It's, it was kind of a bit like South by Southwest, but with better bands. It was it was a good time. I'm gonna be playing a bunch of stuff tonight. Excellent. Mike. Well, we'll have to get into Mike it. Michael Goofy. I, think I can Mike. hear you a little bit. Um, well, that's cool because we just pretty much blew through the first quarter already. Uh, maybe you did oh uh, yeah i was awesome yeah um so we can uh we can probably uh readjust we should bring in scoop readjust our junk uh, do you want to bring him in now or do you want to and then you want to take a break how do you want to do well it? let's let's uh let's put him let's insert him okay and then do read and then outro music and then okay well we're still recording so everyone's hearing this so right. we need to so right. you it, you know I, well let's stop recording figure it out well i you could just get him on the get him on the horn if you want I don't know. I tell you what, go to break, bring him in, do the read. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out eventually. Um, first quarter, gone, done. It's over. We'll uh, we'll get into some sports here next with Scoop. We'll be right back. And now it's time for an audio editorial by Denver sports journalist, Brian Scoop Nemeth. Thanks, Colin. One thing about the Broncos season coming our way this fall is that Elway has finally found a quarterback he was looking for. 
His name was Case. His name is Case Keenum. He's always wanted to play for the Denver Broncos, and he even looked up to John Elway. And here he is this fall. And watching videos of Case Keenum's best quarterback throws from his days as a Minnesota Vikings quarterback, the best throws and the best strategies Keenum's got, sure to be a a surefire way for the Broncos' offense because Trevor Seaman sample can't do jack shit. As far as the naming rights is concerned, we've had Invesco Field at Mile High. Now we had Sport, then we had Sports Authority Field at Mile High. I think we should come up with a much better name instead of those corporate partners bullshit. We, you heard of the Pepsi Center. Everybody loves to drink Pepsi. You heard of Coors Field, home of the Rockies. Everybody loves Coors. You've seen the rap, home of the Rapids, Dick's Sporting Goods. Everybody loves Dick's, especially cute milks, cute cougars. Now for us guys, especially Broncos fans, Shaved pussy field at mile high. I love hey, it. Much, I love this, hey, Brian. Hey, hey, it's much better than corporate partners tying their names to Mile High Stadium. Yes. I definitely agree with you there, Brian. Well, Brian, I think that that is just a brilliant idea, and we thank you so much for your time. And uh, you keep up the good work, buddy. I'm so proud of you. You look great. You look like a million bucks, and I, I bought your T-shirt today. I'm wearing it right now. We thank, we thank you a million times over, Brian. Yeah, I'm right, you do. Hey, Scoop. Hey, Scoop. Scoop. Yeah? What's Trevor Simeon's name again? Trevor Seaman sample. That's right. That's a good one. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. Who could have possibly predicted that the Golden State Warriors would face the Cleveland Cavaliers in the NBA Finals? Wow. Was every Nuggets fan praying for a all the marbles showdown between J.R. Smith and JaVale McGee? Is a Rockies reliever only the second most awful Brian Shaw in recent Denver sports history? Should the team find out that an eight-year-old girl, if an eight-year-old girl with a robot hand, can maybe eat a couple innings in middle relief? Whenever Taylor McGregor speaks on TV, does Kelly McGregor literally spin in his grave? Is there anything gayer than hearing Spilly call cargo little pony right to his face? Speaking of which, does butt like Chubb? Does Chubb like butt? After not qualifying for the U.S. Senior Open, did John Elway go to a place where seniors are always open? And was Vance Joseph already in the hot tub? You have questions. We have answers. SouthStandsDenver.com. 
Colorado's finest internet sports talk since 1971. Searching for a reason. What's that? I'm in the chaos dimension. Reasons eclipsed by tension. Parquet courts. Really? I only heard a few of their songs. It sounded like Gang of Four or something to me. That's yeah, great. It sounds I very, love these guys. Really sounds good. very like 1984 yeah, yeah. post-punk kind of. It's got a very uh, yeah yeah kind of off kind of. Like kind of 44 kind of sound. He's in the chaos dimension. So Snyder, watching live, um, said he could hear Scoop. Oh, so, fine, good. I okay. He said Trevor Seaman sample, and I almost, I, I, I almost spit my beer out, and then I think I took another drink, and then he said whatever he said about shaved pussy, and I, and I almost spit it on the floor. Because I couldn't breathe, and I was like They're choking on They're carpet tiles. We can always put another one I in. I know. I almost spit it out, and I thought, well, I didn't want to waste the beer. Um, now, Brian was, uh, Brian was in rare form tonight. Thank you, Scoop. I, I, I love you, buddy. Yeah, love that stuff. guy. Good he stuff stops by, by here. He stops by here a couple times a week, and uh, it's always a pleasure to see him. Uh, making his rounds and, uh, and doing his thing. What, a, what an inspiration he is, honestly, to me and to all of us. Um, I've seen people like thought he was like a bit, like somebody was doing a bit, and uh, no, Scoop's not doing a bit. Yeah, I know, and that, that's I wanted people to know. No, he's not doing a bit. That's that's him. That's that's one hundred percent raw, unfiltered Scoop. So, um, yeah, he's a he's a treat. We're glad to have him. Um, raw Scoop, I like it. Raw Scoop. It's a raw. It's a raw Scoop for you, folks. Dude, I am sick of dodging these lime scooters. Um, I have been dodging lime scooters. Are they in your neighborhood yet? No, but I saw them when I was down at Coors Field on Saturday. I oh saw God. them all over. People, please, if you fucking get one of those things, don't ride it on the fucking well, sidewalk. You I'm going to knock you over. Well, they you rent them, right? You can like go up. It's like and, an app, I think. Yeah, I know. You can yeah. like... so. My brother was telling me all about this a few months ago because he lives in San Francisco. They right? just and banned they, them. They just banned they them. They hate those things. He says they're they're literally smearing feces on these things and throwing them into the bay. Yeah, because they're, they're probably they all over the place. So my first experience with it, we were walking to Mexico City, and two bros hopped up on the sidewalk and went down the sidewalk. You know, it's all bros, by the way. It's all it's bros. All yeah, bros. You don't, yeah, you don't it's see 100% like hundred percent bros. You don't see like uh, some middle aged moms hopping on those and going Come going on, buck kids, wild. Let's yeah, like like a row of ducks. It, no. It's it would and so and they're and they're fast too. And this guy's going on the sidewalk, and I was like, you know, it would be like if I just took a run at you, like I just took a run at you and put my shoulder into you. And I would knock you down if I was running and, and did that. And if a guy in a scooter hits you, he'd knock you down. And he might kill somebody who's fucking less I'll tell tough. you what. The next time one of these motherfuckers comes within two inches of me, I'm shoving him right the fuck off of that thing. And I tell him that, too. I'm like, I'm going to fucking kill you. Can you, you can take him in the street, right? 
There's a bike lane. I would There's imagine, a fucking yeah. million dollar fucking bike lane. <laughs> they built it. It goes all the way up and down Broadway. These fuckers are still on the sidewalk. And they're fast too, man. They're I quick, know. They're quick little bikes. I know little they're bikes. fast. They're, they're moving right along. And um, and uh, then you got the Uber drivers too. And don't even get me started. Oh, yeah. Somebody stopped. Now I know because I've been coming down here so long that the route I take. I know not to get in the left lane because it because ends anyway. Because some fucking douchebag's going to stop. Some douchebag stops. There was some guy stopping to let somebody out to go to some fucking hip south. So- Sobo. Sobo. Is that what's called down here? Sobo 151. Sobo yeah. bar. Sobo bar. And great place to watch the avalanche, by the way. Oh, I bet it's Best great. place to no, have that's fantastic. I'm talking about the places up the street oh. that are not mutiny. Ah, you know, right. Long Sobo. Places, like, so. uh, like the, uh, yeah, the one that's in the old Goodwill up there. Yeah. Um, I don't even want to say the name of it. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. They no, got no. one in Stapleton. No, no, no. It used to be uh, it used to be McFrugal's. Was it a Goodwill? Oh, it was, no, it was not Goodwill. It was the other one. It was Salvation Army. I thought I it was a McFrugal's at one point. Uh, Long time ago. And it might have been, yeah, it might have been another dollar store more recently than that, actually. But, yeah, that, that place is... Um, used to buy toilet paper there. That is cheap. That is douchebag central. Um, it's cool inside, though. It's, oh, it's amazing. It's cool. It's really oh, it's nice. It's amazing. Yeah, what they I did just, inside, whoever designed the interior is... My hat's off to them. It's yeah. beautiful. They got a couple good... They got some good video games and stuff in there. I mean, I could see doing it. Unless it's not douche bro, douche con um, 10 in there, you know? Well, right. Friday or Saturday night, definitely douche con 10. You want to meet your boys down there on a Thursday, you're, you're in good shape. You know, that's the thing is... Um, I remember being a young man. Believe me, I was one at one point. I know it's hard I, to believe. So I hear. And um, I, Thursday night was always the best night to go out. Thursday night was great. Thursday night's awesome. And, and I still go out on Thursday. Thursday night's, night's awesome. And it, it was maybe because I was working like Friday, Saturday nights too, at like a restaurant or something. But Thursday night was great because it wasn't as crowded. It's like industry night. Yeah, it, it definitely is. And and I remember even now we went to a place over by my house and we went on a Thursday night and it was fine. And it was like, oh, if we'd come on a Friday night, we wouldn't be able to, we wouldn't be able to sit down. It's just you can't fucking go anywhere anymore. Anymore. There's so many goddamn people here, and they just clog the place up. Dude, I, I even got this place. I live in Inglewood. I live in Inglewood. I'm in like I'm almost three thousand blocks south, and we've got a new hot spot called Cucino Tacos. And I cannot wedge myself into that place. Can't get in there. When they first opened, I was a regular, and I loved the place, and I would sit at the bar. I had a rapport with the bartender. Ice-cold Negro Modelo's in a frozen glass. Wonderful food. And now I I can't even shove my fucking way through the front door. It's like, and this is Inglewood. This isn't central Denver. No, no, and that's everywhere. And I just, I look at it all the time, and I'm like, man, I want to stand in a fucking line. All I want is food or do do whatever. And there's just so many people, and my theory that I I probably And the staff is all sweaty, and they're flying around. And they're like, they don't give a fuck because there's too many, they're waiting on so many assholes, you're just one more asshole. And I think that's because all these people came here and they're so used to coming from big crowded cities where you wait in line for shit that it's no big deal for them. But for us, who've been here forever, it's like, I don't want to wait in a goddamn line. I went to Torchy's. I think I told you this. I went to Torchy's the first time. The one out of Arapahoe Road, it was around lunchtime. It was maybe a little bit later. And I thought, ah, eh, maybe waiting a little bit of line. Big ass line, dude. So huge. And I was like, well, I'm already and, here. And, and what's with all the other towns bringing their stuff here? That Torchy's is Austin. Texas. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It's you know, I'll take in it. and out burgers. Is, is I'll coming. take it. No, bring me all that. Nah, shit. Food's fine. Food's fine. I just don't want all the douchebags. I don't want yeah, the douchebags yeah. that come with it. Well, there's a problem because a city dropped inside of Denver, like mm-hmm. another city, the whole Union Station area, like a whole another city dropped inside, and it dropped, and then it just all scattered. Did you see what happened last night, or was it yesterday, or was it the day before? It was last night on 
on AT&T Sportsnet, Rocky Mountain, who has each of us blocked on Twitter, by the way. But did you see the brilliant tweet that got through to Taylor McGray? Yes. Now... Did we find did we find the audio? Did we look for that yet? Uh, Maybe we gotta find the audio. Let me let me set this up. So so we're we're blocked. We can't get through because a long time ago when they were dumb enough to uh, run the Twitter feed live on the t- on the TV, uh, I remember seeing Collins Collins uh, avatar go by one time. Uh, used to run the Twitter feed feed live, which is totally dumb. And anybody that I've talked to since then is like, oh my god, why would they ever do that? I'm like, well, it was early. They didn't really know. So I've been blocked, so I couldn't get through. Colin's been blocked. Um, so now what people are doing is they're 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 sending out kind of like non-sincere tweets, like I kind of being ironic, and and it's getting through. Like um, I think like a, a like Ian Desmond got a hit, and it'd been forever, and somebody said like Ian Desmond's heating up, which he was not at the time, but they put it on there. Uh, I keep calling it root, old root. They ran it because. Uh, they it looked good because it made Ian Desmond look good, but um, they but this person tweeted it because I know that they were, they were just being sarcastic. So that's been going on quite a bit. And there was another person had something, and it was a ridiculous like glowing thing about like Ian Desmond or something else. And then someone pointed out that the tweet actually had like a a thing with it that made me go, oh, they were being sarcastic. But old root is still. Playing, putting these tweets on because they because it makes it look good. Oh, people like Ian Desmond. Well, we don't. But um, so last night they they got through again. And so if you if you haven't followed the Rockies Drill account, which is a I guess a parody of the actual Drill account, which is the greatest Twitter Twitter account on earth. And um, so it's a Rockies based one. And what they do is they if Drill tweets something, they'll take it and, and and repurpose it and make it Rockies related. And so Brad Hop was being honored last night, and they took one, and it was about and I don't know the exact my, my favorite '90s thing like we would around the we around the oak tree. Yeah, the boys yeah. the boys would hang around the oak tree and trade cards yeah. featuring David Dahl. And no, no, Brad Hop. Brad Hop. And so, and it says, it says, so it says Rocky's Drill at Rocky's Drill. And then just like his account, it says, it says Rocky's Wint. So Taylor McGregor's up there and she's like, oh, and here's a great one from Rocky's Wint. And she reads it on air nice. and everybody, and everybody that knows what's going on is just howling at their homes, wherever they're watching the game and they're just dying. And so now I started thinking like, did they know that this was sarcastic? If they looked at this account before, because if they looked at this account before, there's a few things in there that would definitely not make it to air, but they apparently, um, was it this tweet? Me and my lawyer are discussing possible challenges that may arise from me asking Dinger to run me over with his car while I pound off. Is that the one? <laughs> <laughs> that is not the one that made it on air. No, Scott. Uh, but you're one? close. Yeah, you're close. Okay. It's about Brad Hop or whatever, if you can find it. So it was probably it was probably about 24 hours. Yeah, ago. I was not so, able to find it. He well, did not. It is not on his Twitter feed. No, other people recorded it. I'll have to look for it. Next break, we're going to look for it and then we'll see if we can find it. But that sounds awesome. Oh, it was so great, and it's awesome that that people are trying to do it because we can't. So if we can't do it, I'm glad somebody else is trying to get in there. Well, how did, how did the fact that we were blocked when it was still Root Sports translate to our being blocked now that it's a... Didn't they... They must have just adopted the same you, account. You can just name. change your name. Right. Like I changed it today to Burner Account. You know, well, you can actually change your at and it, and everything will transfer over. So like Ryan Bowling, he mentioned this. We talked about this one time and Ryan said, oh, I've changed mine a bunch of times. He was not 
Ryan Bolding or whatever he is now. He was something else. You changed but, yours. So when you were John Reedy Denver. I, exactly. Yeah, I changed mine to to the with the three hundred three on the end. Mm-hmm. So you change if you can change that, and they allow you to do it, and it just it just all carries over. So our blockage carried over carried from over. that, oh. which is total bullshit. Because here's why. Here's why it's bullshit, and then we get into the, we'll get into the second half here. Because when, like I mentioned, they were doing a live a live Twitter feed on screen. So I remember you rolled by and mentioned something about me, I think. And because I might have been blocked at that point. But I mean, they were doing it. They were doing it live. So you could be like, fuck you and have it in big cap letters. And it would have rolled. Kind of like the cock on Fox 31. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah. And, and so then they stopped that. Obviously, you know, wisely, they stopped that. So now they don't do that. They only read what they want. So if I'm going to tweet these motherfuckers about Draculas, it's not going to make it on air. It's not going to make it anywhere. They just they'll just you know they can mute me whatever they want to do. But I'm still blocked by the by the uh, the station that fucking carries the Rockies games. Well, you know I what? Think it's I am in that building on a regular basis. I am in their office complex on a regular basis because I know somebody whose company shares a space with them. Yep. Yep. And so I'm in there a lot. And uh, one of these days, I'm going to just say to them, I run into them in the hallway, the people with the blue shirts on all the time. I'm just going to say, hey, guys, who's your social media guy? I, want, I need to talk to him. Yeah, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this. I mean, like, do they know you visually? Like, they, they know, know they, me when they see me. They go, oh, there's that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. You need to do that. And you need to say, hey, look, you know, we've had, we've had a few run ins in the This past. is root deep. Yeah, yeah, this, this is, is really this is, deep. This you guys, it's ago. new. It's, it's and, new. Uh, you know, you turn over a new leaf. You've grown. We've grown. Right. We can right. all we can all get along now. And, um, dude, the second I get unblocked, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm going fucking buck wild on their ass, dude. I'm going buck wild. It's too long. You're like a guy that gets out of prison just to go oh, yeah. right back. Into I'm just, right just going to stick my dick in a knot hole, dude. Any, anywhere, you know. So, um, but do do that. I will. I do will. do that. See, I'll grab somebody. It feels see, like we're at a break. Are we at a break? We're, just, we're, we're, yeah, like we're going to take a break right now. So you got some music. Halftime. It's yeah, halftime. Halftime. We're going halftime. We're going to get it going. I'm just. I, I'm having a good time. I'm finally warming up. It took me a little bit to get warmed up. No, I was a little slow out of the gates. A little slow, too. but not. And now I'm not. I was so like hot. solo. Yeah, solo was a little slow out of the gates. Slow gate out of the gates. Financially, you mean? No, that too. But the movie itself. Oh, I talk a little bit. I haven't seen it. Okay, I haven't seen it yet. I usually go see those things right away. You're a part of the problem. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Taylor? 
Thanks, Drew. Yeah, we're continuing our celebration of Brad Hop tonight, and people are continually sending their tweets in using the hashtag ToyotaTalk25. But check out this one. Best 2000s memory is gathering around the old oak tree with the boys and passing around trading <laughs> cards featuring Brad Hop by Rocky's Wind. I love that, Drew. Just the genuine joy of childhood memories featuring Brad Hop. It's yeah. You heard the you heard the Taylor McGregor um, uh, Rockies went <laughs> Rockies went so everyone knows him as Drill and it's just you know and call him Rockies went um, God that's so funny and that is awesome uh, I just it just what a weird like what a strange tweet too to, like gather around the old oak <laughs> tree around the old and, oak tree you know like even if you don't know what that is you'd you'd see that and go what tie the a fuck? yellow ribbon around yeah. the old so oak tree that. yeah so um, yeah that was a seventies we're children of the seventies everybody so I know that the Rockies uh, monitor so that was for, wait a minute that wasn't that sorry to interrupt no isn't the yellow the yellow ribbon wasn't that for the like the Hostages in Iran? No, it's for uh, our well, troops. Right? No, but it was Tony Tony Orlando first saying about I that. Thought it was but hostages. No, they did. They yeah, they did adopt that. There was the dude, and I can't think of his name. He was from Fort Collins. He was um he was a hostage in like Libya or something. I don't think it was. It wasn't Iran, and uh, they had yellow ribbons all over Fort Collins for him. And that was um that it's was like eighty three, eighty four. Well. Yeah, he might have been then, but um, Iran was, you know, obviously late seventies. That was in the late seventies, which I think my brother-in-law's like aunt was in one of those hostages or something like that. Some connection to it. Um, yeah, but then later there was somebody held in like Libya. I gotta, I gotta remember what it is. And then he was from Fort Collins, and when he got released, everyone was like going, going, uh, you know, going hog wild about it. So as What's you his imagine. name? Terry? Yes, it was something Terry, Terry something. Terry something? Yeah, I think that you're right. Yeah. I was gonna say Terry, but I wasn't sure if that was it. So Terry Fry. He was a he was a it was he, Terry Fry. Terry Fry was now, a, now you understand his leanings. Yeah, now um, you understand. Yeah. So it's all in perspective. How bad is uh is is Taylor McGregor? I, mm. I am absolutely cannot stand her. Um my friend in yours on, on Twitter at ADD Crafter is just had it up to here. She can barely even handle it. Well, she hates women. It's understandable. True. She True. hates she hates other women. True. Um, I don't mind Taylor McGregor. I think she, uh, technically how she, and most of those people on there are technically fine at what they do. I just for like the first three weeks, three weeks that, that the season started, she'd start talking and I would just start to cringe because all of a sudden it would go, well, and my dad. And then she started talking about her dad. Uh, and I was just like, I was like, oh, do my your God. own things. And I was like, I was like, I understand the relationship she has. And they're thinking, this will be really interesting to, sh you know, you can blah, 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 blah. Now, honestly, um, Kelly McGregor, you know, the, the Rockies will tell you 
big part of the organization. He was, you know, he was well loved, everything like that. But his fans, he wasn't really around. Like when he died, like people were kind of like, oh, yeah, I think there was a guy doing that, whatever. I mean, we weren't that aware of him. He wasn't the face of the franchise. No, definitely not. And I know he had a, he had a big impact on the franchise, but I think that the, that the old root, tries to make him um like a like a bigger figure to all of us than he was and i understand that you know the people that probably worked there knew him and you know loved him and all that so for her for like a solid three weeks to go back to well my dad told me juan pierre blah 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 he cried when juan pierre got traded it's kind of like man do we really need to fucking hear this and and does that make me does that make me callous speaking of callous and crying I just saw this like an hour before you guys came over. I saw a clip on Twitter of Sarah Huckabee Sanders crying. Did you see this today? I heard about it, but good. I hope she's crying. Oh, yeah. No, a little girl, an elementary school girl, had the opportunity to be a student reporter at the White House press briefing. And she asked... Did Sarah berate her and be like, that's a dumb question? No, 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 no. Sarah lost it. This little girl said, I'm afraid to go to school. Nobody knows who's going to get killed. It's terrifying. This is what's happening. What's your what's the Trump administration going to do about it? And Sanders started out with a fairly canned reply and then broke down. Little girl, never- little girl, what you really need to know is this. Ah! And then she started crying. She started saying, I can't believe you feel that way. I mean, I, I'm heartbroken. And I, Dumbass. Why I, would you not know that people yeah, don't feel yeah. that way? She said, it breaks my heart that you have to feel that and, and that this administration takes it very seriously. Yeah, they don't take it seriously. Well, she's lasted longer than spicy now. She, you know why? Because she's, she's, she's hard as fucking nails. She is hard as nails. She's hard as nails. I mean, I gotta, she's I tough. gotta hand the woman that because every sling and arrow imaginable, deserved or undeserved, has come her way and she stands her ground. Despite, I'll give her that. Despite how, how awful I think she is, I think she's fucking super tough and she's handled that well because she's gotta stand up there and lie She's that got the worst job in America. Oh, terrible. Yeah. There's no contest. Yeah, I, I think I think eventually all these people are are just gonna crack and they're just gonna be like, enough. Dude, I can't the, I hope it. Oliver Stone <laughs> Oliver Stone directs the movie. That's all. I, uh, that's, Oliver Storm. Oliver Storm. I can almost say Oliver Storm. Oliver Storm. Stormy Daniels. Oliver Storm loves Putin. He's a big fan of Putin. Who doesn't? You know yeah, what I'm saying? So, oh, you talking about the yeah, Russian yeah. guy? Um, <laughs> so I, I doubt that'll happen. But there Putin was some. The there was yeah. some with Michael Moore today. Did you see this? Where he said. He had a clip, and it was him on Roseanne's talk show with him and Donald Trump, and it was it was right after um, Roger and me had come out, and so Trump said like, "Well, I I really liked your movie." He goes, "Well, it wasn't great for Roger, but you know, it was it was very interesting. I enjoyed it." And he goes, "Hope you don't do one about me someday." And then he kind of smirked, and then and then it just said like MichaelMoore.com. So I guess he's he's got something uh, to show he's about got them. Trump the movie, yeah. Down so the line. um. Too easy, by the way. Real quick, um, you know, about Roseanne, you know, everybody is like, you know, oh, thank God she's gone. She sucks, whatever. And other people are like, oh, this is freedom of speech, blah, 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 which it isn't. Um, I, I think that, like, it, it's interesting that that this one, it's it's because it's probably she's a woman and she's and they can feel they could push a woman out easier than they can a man. But um, we're now seeing like, you know somebody says something crazy like that and then there's like a real immediate fucking like consequence of it which is which is wild but i just don't know if like it's not um, a world i want to live in well with my mouth believe me true yeah true but um if you've known anything about roseanne in the past 
15, 20 years. The crotch grabbing, fucking she, spitting on the flag, Roseanne. Well, she, she did not spit on the flag. I will she say. She spit on the ground. I, she did spit on the ground, but she did that as like, I'm a baseball player. You yeah, know? Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's fine. I, I think that, you know, in that sense, I think she gets a bad, she gets a bad rap for that because I think she was told to like put your own spin on it. And she did. And it just was, it was received horribly. Now she's a nutcase and she's had all this, like she forwards all these, these conspiracy theories that everyone's proved. They said, these aren't, these aren't real. So she's a total nutbag. So I know that they knew that going into it. Um, but you know, she kind of took it a step to step too far. But what was interesting is that, you know, um, Trump had like congratulated on good ratings and this and that. And then, um, today he just said like, you know, he turned it to himself and wanted to know why he didn't get an apology for someone saying something about him from the ABC guy, which I was like, that's awesome, baby. Turn it back on yourself. Just turn that mirror around and gaze upon your reflection. I love it. So what was his Memorial day tweet? It was something like, I hope our troops are proud of our the world's greatest economy and well, not the troops. The, I think de- it was the, the dead, dead, the dead, the dead, people. The dead, the dead troops. Yeah. Hope the dead are proud of they'd me. Be, they'd be proud of the way the country's being run or whatever like that. But but anyway, I was just thinking. So nowadays, you really have to watch what you say, and 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 now everyone's kind of freaking out. Like, oh, this is bullshit. It's like she said something fucking racist, and it was just the last straw. It was like the most racist thing. It's like, pretty much. It's pretty racist. It was, I mean, she said Muslim Brotherhood and and Planet of the Apes and Planet of the Apes. Yeah, and yes. it's like kind of like you can't compare someone of color to an ape. It just doesn't. You just can't do it. There's just no way. Even even if you thought, oh my god, that person looks exactly like Doctor Zayas, you cannot do it. Doctor Zayas, Doctor Zayas, <laughs> yeah. you Dr. can't. Zayas. You can't do it. It's just you. Just you just got to stay away from it. And then some of those assholes were like. Well, in Planet of the Apes, the apes were in control. They were superior. I was, I was like, how, how could you be offended by this? Like, come uh, on, dude. Don't argue like saying, from a bad that's faith like position. The Redskins used to run this country. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly the same argument. So, um, yeah, I love it. I just love this country. I love the direction it's going. It's fucking do, awesome. Do you love the direction wagering's going? What do you think about the legal sports? Wager? I think that's great. I think that's fantastic. It's not going to happen here. You don't Not think anytime so? soon. Here's what I'd like to see happen, though, oh. and, and it's going to take time. But rather than than Cripple Creek and Blackhawk, I'd rather see it be like like right now the Celtic Tavern and Red and Jerry's are a few off track betting facilities. I want to see that. I want like cool places, not just dumb corporate. It would casinos. be awesome if we had great race a great racetrack here because we don't. I I miss horse racing. There's horse, there's horse tracks out I'm down. I'm talking about a, a great one. Like, what's like it? Arapaho, Arapaho. We have Arapaho yeah, Park. Yeah. Arapaho Park doesn't count. I'm talking about like a great quality racetrack. Well, track. where they had a big sports book. Combine the two. I, I do. Awesome. I, I don't. I try. I mean, I play like I play like DFS and stuff like that, and that's that's gambling in a sense. Um, I kind of like going to Vegas and gambling. It seems a little. It seems a little more like. And that's the bummer about the whole thing. It, it, while I support it, it's the fact that it for, if, for sports wagering, like the Super Bowl or the playoffs, going to, the luster comes off going to Vegas. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think you want to go there, and it's kind of like this. Oh, I'm play, I'm placing a bet, and I'm going to watch the Nuggets lose, and then I'm going to lose my money. You know, that's that's my experience with it. Um, although I do think that. I, I think that they could take a nice big bar and turn it into a, like an awesome sports book. Oh, the Celtic would be perfect. You know, something like that. And then have like a big counter like they do in a casino. And you're like, go up, place your bets. 
tons of TVs. Everyone can sit there and drink and watch games. Oh, and 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 fucking. I want this because you know in a sports book everyone's going crazy for whatever they're watching. Oh, I'm fucking watching. You know, well, the Snyder Nuggets. and I, Snyder and I went out for Wild Card Weekend, which is, in my opinion, that's the weekend to go because it's not packed, it's not slammed, and they're great games. Lots of them. There, you know, there's yep. lots of them. And Saturday and Sunday, and there's just a lot of excitement. Watching a football game in a sports book is incomparable. It really is, and I think if they if if somebody opens something like that here, has a nice big one with uh, you know lots of TVs and a big sports book, I think that's a that's a money maker. Let me just let me just tell you that right now. I think that would be very popular. We should open one. That's a great idea. Mm. Let's turn this place into one. Ooh, call it the South Stands. That's nice. right. Yeah. Maybe do a, like like a little speakeasy action. I like that. Yeah. Um, a little bathhouse action. Do you, like have, you, have you ever yeah. done Bovada or anything like that? No. I still, when Snyder and I got home, I opened a Bovada account with $200. You were like, I'm a genius gambler. I'm going to yeah, start I'm, gambling for real. Oh, no. I thought I'm, I'm a degenerate gambler, and I'm going to lose a couple hundred dollars. And that's what I did. It took me several weeks. I mean, you know, I was betting four to eight dollars on a wager and not just games it was a lot of nba like regular season nba and some nhl the abs won me money i never lost on the abs they won me money every time that's awesome so i was always happy with that but it is fun it is fun and you know with the whole legalization thing i'm just like well you know i kind of already was doing that yeah, it's not it's not any different except now it's like like I said, I want to go to a place that you can walk cold across beer. the street and have a couple beers and be like, I put money on the fucking Broncos and uh, you know I want to watch them cover the spread, you know, and, then and can, maybe it covers my dinner bill. Yeah, and then you can then you can like make twenty bucks off it and you you've bought yourself some hot wings, right? So um, yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I mean, why not? They, they it's just stupid to have stuff that's illegal. It's just dumb. Um, prostitution should be next, so then they can get the brothels going up in Central City again. Again, you know, go up there for the weekend, play some craps, bet on some football games, get a prostitute. So the Supreme Court made that legal. You know what they made illegal? What? Blocking people on Twitter if you're a public official. Ah, yeah. So I, and I'm not going to look up the audio. We don't need it. But I was on Nine News on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. What night was it? It's been. It was like a week ago. It was like a week ago. Yeah. I was on Nine News. A I reporter, forgot to look. A reporter came here and interviewed me and. Uh, and it was good. I, I think I thought I did a good job. And uh, and what he asked me about was being blocked on Twitter by the mayor of Denver, Mr. Michael Handcock. Um, and he asked me why I was blocked on Twitter and when I was blocked on Twitter. And I talked about the Denver players uh, escort scandal. And when I mentioned that, I was blocked immediately. And now that is now federally illegal if you're a, a, a public official if you choose to have a social media presence, you cannot block people on Twitter anymore. So that's now, awesome. Now, unless there's a threat of physical harm. Sure, yeah, you can't be threatening the, the official, but is it is it so Donald Trump's Twitter page is Donald Trump's Twitter page. It's not the president of the United States. There's a difference. So, um is that his is that his audio? Yeah, I pulled it up, and it's it's your Twitter feed. Well, maybe that's okay. on, on the front of the part the with me in it is like the first twelve seconds. So go ahead and go ahead and hit it if you already. Let it roll, it and then we got to anyway. take a break. We got to get into the somebody who's on Twitter all day. It's kind of a cesspool, a pool that President Trump splashes in happily, along with so many of us blocking the people who talk trash. Federal court ruled this week the president actually can't do that. It is a First Amendment thing when it involves the presidency. Got us wondering. Who's gotten under the skin of our local politicians so Colin. bad that they got blocked? Of course. Here's Marshall Zellinger. 
At SouthStands303 on Twitter had a very familiar theme when tweeting at Mayor Michael Hancock in 2012. Hookers, hookers, hookers. <laughs> I was engaging him about the, uh, the Denver players escort scandal. Hancock won his first election while having to answer allegations that he patronized prostitutes. Seven years later, he has never wavered in saying he did not. A politician is under no obligation to have a Twitter presence. But if they choose to, they should not pick and choose from whom they receive feedback. Colin Daniels is a blogger, a podcast host, and used to tweet critically of Denver's mayor until he was blocked. Aside from threats to physical safety and four-letter word insults, no, I don't think there's any justification to block somebody um, if you're a public official. Nine Wants to Know requested from Denver's mayor and Governor John Hickenlooper the accounts they have blocked on social media. Governor Hickenlooper has blocked 65 people on Facebook, hmm. but none since 2014. Mayor Hancock has blocked eight on Facebook eight. and 29 I'm one on of Twitter. Eight. Our own review of the handles blocked <laughs> wow. show tweets I'm one about of the eight people he blocked. Oh, congratulations. That's amazing. That's amazing. No, I'm in rarefied area. Wow, it's, it's crazy. And Phil Lombardo's another one. Is he got blocked yeah. too? Yeah. That's that's crazy. I thought it'd be a lot more than that. So, but uh, that's all right. He's fucking out of here in this next election. Oh, Whoever, he's so out of here, dude. I could run gone, against him. Baby I gone. could run against him and probably beat him because nobody wants his shit anymore. Actually, you so. should because the people who are running against him all suck. They all suck. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, let's take a quick break and get to the fourth quarter. We'll try to figure out if there's any sports we need to cover. Uh, I know Scoop covered some Broncos already, so I think we're good there. So, <laughs> tre- yeah. Trevor Seaman. There's Seaman's never an off season, John. There's never an off season for Trevor Seaman samples. Let's take a quick break. Be right back. I know it. Everybody knows it. Sportique is where scooters come from. Visit their superstore at 160 South Broadway and test ride a 50cc model today. You can park that thing at a bike rack. You can ride without a motorcycle endorsement. You can park for free. If you live downtown, you're insane not to have one. Sport can, can, can you scooter. ride it after a Taylor Swift concert? You can, can, ride, you it. can ride it. You can put Lauren on the back, ride home after a Taylor Swift concert. Girls love riding on the back of scooters. Believe me, it's awesome. Sportique, where scooters come from. 160 South Broadway. Tell them the South Stand sent you, please. Way back in school, they made jokes about you, baby. Living in the past, but you're a bird upon 
my beloved Ween. They're coming next week. Two nights, Red Rock. Ween. Two nights. Yeah. If Tay Tay had done two nights, I would have been there both nights. Thing with me and uh, Taylor Swift. Oh, there we go. So when Ween plays two nights of like 60 songs, and, and not repeat a single one. Jeez. Yeah. They, got a lot, they got a lot of music. Got a so lot a lot, of music. do a lot of fans go both nights? Yeah, yeah. Because it's totally different shows each night. They played her uh, last summer three nights. Two nights at, no, one night at Red Rocks, two nights at the Ogden. And uh, they played a total of 97 songs. They did not repeat a single song. Good Lord. I know. Did you see, a, and I don't know, I don't know, Utterly I can't remember who it was. The dude had the tweet, some local guy, about how uh, uh, Red Rocks wasn't a very good venue. Oh, I can't yeah, think of who no, that was a that was a that was a recent transplant who, who said that. Oh, he's a recent transplant? Mm-hmm. I know he's like a Mile High Sports guy or something like that. But um, I was like, I was like. It's like Connor, Connor. No, no, and Anilo Piro, Anilo, his name's yeah, yeah. Anilo or something like that. Mile, mile High Sports. He's guy, a Mile right? High Sports yeah. guy. But I thought, how can you possibly? I, I swear to God, I've, I've think about all. I've read like books, like written by people in bands, and if they've played Red Rocks, they go, "This is one of the greatest venues I've, I've, I've played all over the world." It, it does depend, though. Like, like I mentioned, like uh, Ween played Red Rocks and the Ogden last year. Okay, the shows are way better at the Ogden. I'm not talking, way better. but, but. If you're if you're in a I band, I enjoyed the shows way more at the Ogden. I, I, I would not. I would probably not go to a show at Red Rocks at this point, just because that's a fucking pain in the ass to drag my ass up there. Oh, not yeah. yeah. Walking up and down those. That's stairs. totally understandable. But take that out of the equation of you just sitting there watching a show and the backdrop and everything, dude. There's, I saw, it's there's nothing. The like last it. show I went to there was the National, and it was it was splendid. I mean, it was just splendid. But, but there is once you get to your seat, it is. There's splendid. certain bands that shine at Red Rocks, and so like Fugazi at Red Rocks would be horrible, right? But <laughs> yeah. Like, I but like, but be. like Radiohead, you know, it'd be like yeah. magical. You know, I saw so, I saw Neil Young at Red Rocks. And that's, it was great. That's magic. <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. That's, that's magic. It was really good experience. Um, so I get what he's talking about, but it's I no, mean, the venue's fantastic. No, then he went on to say that he thought Fiddler's Green was a, was a better venue. Oh well, then but Fiddler's Green's a piece that. of shit. Yeah, it's the Fiddler's worst. Green's literally that a is, big pile of fucking poop. That is literally the worst venue. It's one Colorado. of the worst venues yeah. in in Colorado. It's hot. Yeah, There's it's no hot. shade. Yeah, and you're like you're, you're stuck in those little yeah. seats. Oh yeah, it's awful, yeah. man. It's not good at all. It sucks. So, yeah, um, but I saw the Cure there last summer, and it was hot. And all the goths are wearing their black makeup and their mascaras just running. That's and yeah, and see now the Cure at Red Rocks would have been magical. Oh, and if awesome. it was green, just absolutely horrible. There's just certain venues. Some some bands shine at Red Rocks, and it's just some don't. Oh sure, That's I all. get that. But as a venue, mm, sure. as, a, yeah, as yeah. an actual venue, it's, it's, it's top notch. Yeah. It's one of the best I, in the world. I saw John Cougar Mellencamp with uh, the guy from CCR, John Fogarty. John, uh, yeah, I saw Mellencamp Fogarty there. That was fucking awesome. It was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. Mostly acoustic set. Definitely taking advantage of the of the vibe of the place, you know. To John Fogarty play center field. Oh yeah, nice. Yeah, that's good stuff. Love that. Love that center field. What you can't see at home is uh, Colin has a um, has a magnetic hockey board for like uh, for the playoffs where you and where we you, never would have imagined and we never would imagine and like it's so old though that, it doesn't like, have the Vegas Golden Knights on the, it. The Atlanta Thrashers are still on it. So I I took the um, 
which which are now the Winnipeg Jets. So I I took them right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so I I took the um, I took the the Phoenix Coyotes one and put a piece of tape on it and put VGK on it. And uh, we have them currently sitting uh, across from the uh, the Washington Capitals playing for it. And I believe the uh, the my my Vegas Golden Knights were winning again tonight. So they're inching closer. They're to their... gonna fuck the sports book so hard. Oh they're my god, it's so them. crazy. Did you see they were offering money back? They said we'll give you um, we'll a give rebate you, right we'll, now. We'll give you a thousand dollars right now, or whatever it was, or to it was back like, off your wages. Yeah, or it was like ten thousand dollars. Fuck you guys. Yeah, they're like they're like you could make like a hundred grand off the bet or whatever people were betting, you know? So I was like, Oh, so cool. Yeah. I think that's great. I hope they, they, they win. were 500 to one at yep. the outset of the season, 500 to one. And the thing to do locally was go get a, a betting slip to keep as a memento. Sure. So people were like five bucks at 500 to one, no big deal. And like 25,000 people did that. That's so It's awesome. going to bend them over. It's oh, going to be one good. of the greatest losses in the history of the sports uh, There's There was no way to predict that. Uh, there was no way that you ever thought that they would be, one, be be decent, and then two, to be pretty much like, I don't know if they won tonight, but two games away from winning the Stanley Cup. It's amazing. <gasps> Look Although, at that Marc-Andre Fleury. That oh, yeah. See, that was a thing. See, there was a bunch of dumb GMs that kind of unloaded their players, and they, they picked and choose and got all these good guys. They got good. There's good fucking guys in that team. And I remember being there for that Avs game when they absolutely just fucking hammered the Avs. And I was like, I was like, I thought, oh yeah, the Avs are gonna fucking smoke them. They had their backup goalie, third string goalie, and I was like, I was like, this is fucking money in the bank. And um, they got fucking hammered by the my Golden Knights. And uh, it was uh, it was at that point I thought, you know what, these guys might be all right. They might be decent. I didn't think they were gonna win the Stanley Cup, but so shit. Each, each team got to keep what like eight guys to protect them. That was it. It, it was. Fairly friendly. Yeah, for them I, to I be don't well. know what the protect. How many are on the and protect list? And there's only list. one team as opposed to two. Yeah, and it's true. usually two teams, not one. Yeah. So now, but when Seattle gets a team, they're gonna probably they're gonna monkey with the rules and they're gonna probably screw them over and they're gonna have a shitty team. So they should give them Kevin Durant. That's right. That'd be a good idea. Yeah, yeah I like that. Speaking of that, you mentioned that earlier about uh, the NBA Finals. Um, LeBron James is fucking awesome. He is the greatest of all time. He's God. I believe he is. Uh, he's, he is. He's God. the greatest. And um, I don't think so. Uh, I, I worship the ground he walks on. He's he's and, the and he's it's the greatest. Not only basketball. It's it, the whole package. He is he is inspirational. He is he is motivational. He is. Un, un, unscathed he has got no scandal he is uh he connects with youth he's socially motivated um he's he's a social justice guy absolutely he's just he, the whole he's everything ev- you ever wanted a pro athlete to be i'm just it, i i just i'm in love with him and I'm he's bad and he's badass he's he's, he's, he's completely dominant Dominant player. I hope he wins. Age, I know he's not going age 34, to. Thirty four. He's playing every minute of every game. He played every minute of that game seven. I saw that and I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Never came off the court. I mean, he came off the court to sit down during a break, but he never stopped playing. Imagine that in the NHL. Oh, you, well, you couldn't. You couldn't <laughs> it's do impossible. it. No, it's impossible. You couldn't do it. Um, I, I hope he wins because I fucking hate Golden State. Like you mentioned, Kevin Durant. I like Kevin Durant. I think he's a great player. I like watching Curry. I think he's an awesome player to watch. But I fucking hate those guys. They just they just kind of they just waltzed in with their with their fucking championships. 
And, um, and they're about to have another one. And they're about to have another one. I don't want well, them to. Well, from the get-go, that was a foregone conclusion they were going to win. I mean, I'm, and that's I'm the shocked problem. that it, That's the problem with the NBA. I am shocked, actually, that it went seven games in both these. The, that, only, way, the, only, the only way they can reel this in is with a much tighter salary cap. Yep. That's the only thing they can possibly do. So that you can spread these stars around more equitably between the teams. Yeah, it's terrible because they just, they just said, oh, let's just get the fucking best guys. I mean, they got Kevin Durant, for God's sakes, who was, like, uh, incredible and probably cost a ton of money. Well, they, the, just show, they just said, hey, I'll come over there. Sure, that's cool. But all these guys then take a little slight pay cut to make it all work together. Little slight so, pay so cut. So you have someone like, like Millsap, who's essentially, I mean, I don't know what he's making compared to Durant, but it's, it's close. Oh, it's really close the, for for the Nuggets. Yeah, he's probably making a lot less than what Durant. No, no, it's, you probably, it's probably close. No, it's close because you're right. Durant's chasing titles, and that's important to him. Um, but well, what's so it, is LeBron? What's important? to LeBron Jer- organized. He organized the whole team before he came to Cleveland. That before he Cleveland. organized the whole team before he and went. And now to, an entire team so is he, riding him to the pl- to the fucking fine. Finals. But he's not going to be there next year. He'll probably he's going to say, "Where do I, I go?" I'm, I'm willing to, to bet you fifty dollars right now. He will be there next year. Uh, well, we'll see. I'm, I'm not going to take that bet. It, but if he goes anywhere, it'll be like, what Philadelphia. Right? If he so if you took play? if you took one if you took one of the top four players off Golden State and gave him to LeBron. Game over. They would. They'd fucking. They'd win that whole thing. That's all he'd need. He just needs somebody. If he had Durant, he, he, he had Curry, he, one of those guys. He could have. He could. He could have Clay Thompson. That Clay Thompson. Anybody have, like that. Anybody. See, see, anyone. You get, anyone. You get rid of Andre Iguodala. You get rid of max Ugh. contracts. I mean, if LeBron is essentially taking fifty uh, percent of the entire payroll. They're not going to make it, right? Uh, get rid of max contracts, and I think we got something. Iguodala was a max contract. Yeah, fucking asshole. So, I mean, you have like, him. I mean, he's not now, but essentially you got like five max contract guys on one team. That's crazy. Just stupid. That's the thing. I want the Nuggets to spend some money. Uh, just, oh, they would. It's someone would come. So five max contracts is one process. Then there's the process the Philadelphia 76ers have gone through. Which is the process of sucking year after year and after that's what year, the which, is, which is the process, which is the process now famously known as. And of course, this week, Jerry Coangelo, the general manager of of your Philadelphia 76ers. It turns out, based on an article from the ringer.com that is yet to be defamed, uh, he had five burner accounts on Twitter where he talked shit about his own players. John, do you expect him to have to step down? Uh, no, because he's denied it, and and I didn't read the I didn't read the article. The denial just, part is gonna fall away quickly. Sure, but you know he he and the, what's funny is all those accounts sh- like disappeared all of a sudden. You know, I was like, come on. Yeah, there's a digital trail. So. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I mean, that depends on the owner, I guess. I, I think- I'll bet you if it is proven and established that those were his accounts that he is going to step down what real quick and aside and i want to get back to this whatever happened to the sixers owner who was who was obviously very gay and had his boyfriend sitting there with him sam hinky no sam hinky's the the, the, the former the, gm no no he's like the stats guy he's working for the broncos now all right Sam Hinkie? Yeah, he's, no, he's, he's not working for the Broncos. Yeah, now. he's like, a, yeah, yeah, he's like, he's like advising the Broncos. Do I have this wrong? I don't know. I, th- okay. I don't know. We're gonna have to Google it. Okay, look at that up. Look up Sam Hinkie. Um, but um, no, there was a guy, and he was, and he was obviously a gay man. He owned the Sixers. I think it was the Sixers, and he'd be up the like, clapping and everything. And he had a young, he had a young man sitting next to him every time. And I was like, oh, this guy's obviously gay. There's his partner, you know, is his young young boy partner, and um, and he was supposedly married, and you know, but he always had this dude with him. And I was like, 
you just saw him. You're like, oh, dude's gay. Cool. First gay owner. No, no, I'm not gay. What married, married yeah. children. I was like, well, like Aaron Rodgers and like, Kevin. Okay, yeah. so, so, so check this out. Paul Millsap this year, his base salary for the Nuggets, 30 million, just over 30 million. That's a lot. That's Sam Hinkie. Okay. Former GM at the Sixers. Look up, do Sam Hinkie Broncos real quick. I, Millsap, thirty yeah. million this year. Durant, twenty five million. Wow! Millsap Holy makes five shit. million more than Durant this year. Well, he probably Durant so, probably did take a pay you're cut. You're right. Then, so. Broncos Chase, Chase look to Sam Hinkie and trust his process mantra for help. Yep. You're right. The yeah, process. he's doing he's doing a little he's doing a little Broncos uh, action. Working so. with the Broncos as analytics consultant. So good job there, John. Thank you. Appreciate. it. I pay attention. Um. So, but back to the burner accounts. So. Um, basically, awesome. um, somebody said, I, I saw somebody say something like, oh, I know for a fact there's people like on the Rockies and other teams all have these. And then there was one that I believe uh, Benjamin Albright said that some suspicious ones related to the Redskins and the Colts disappeared after that story. They just fucking went away. So I think it's one thing to monitor Twitter via a burner account. It's one thing to monitor, follow Mark Kisla. Follow See what he's saying. whomever, right? Yeah. It, it, to use it as a follow machine is sure. one thing. To use it to talk shit about your rookies on Twitter—that's that's weird. That's man. really weird. That's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I, I agree. That's not really cool. I have a burner account uh, that replies to you all the time, Colin. It's called it's called uh, Magachode sixty nine, and um, that's a burner. Yeah, damn sorry. it. So we're not and really I, going. We're not really going to Taylor Swift next. Well, year I, I what you'll you'll probably recognize me because I'm always saying like, uh, gun control doesn't work, Colin. Don't be a fucking liberal fag, is what I say. <laughs> Dude, does that does that ring a bell? So I got I'm, here. Here's some other people who have burner accounts. I did some research of my own. Thomas Harding, yep, <laughs> is at Chapalicious. Yeah, yeah, that's yep, right. That's yep. that's Thomas Harding. Um, um, John Elway has a burner account. I yeah. don't know if you knew this. It's it's, it's called at Mike Cliss. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, everyone knows that. Mike Cliss was like live tweeting Elway's round of golf today. Like he was a fucking caddy. I think he was the caddy. God, he's so he's so pathetic. Yeah, oh that's bad. That's getting um, bad. It's getting paid. You Rachel know? Dozio, the former Lightning Rod, yeah. she has a she has a uh, burner account. It's called Sean King. Sean King, yes, okay. yes. Um, Dick Monfort, one of the owners of the Rockies, he has a burner account. John Reedy three hundred three. That's me. Ooh, At John Reedy 303. So we follow that. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump is uh, currently tweeting as the real Roseanne. Mm. Nolan Arenado is tweeting as the is Cheryl Tweedy for some reason. Mm, yep. I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. But um, Trevor Simeon. At Captain Bronco. <laughs> Trevor Seaman sample. Nice. <laughs> and uh, Colin Daniels apparently has been tweeting as LA Baby. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's and the guy from Office Space with the red swing line sprink uh, stapler mm. tweeting as at mile high report. So I, I had somebody <laughs> look into that and uh that's, it's pretty that's, scary. That's good. And uh now if you want to tweet that start that music up. Very confusing. Do we'll that do real quick and then we'll get out of here. This is uh, your tweet of the week this week is uh, at Rocky's Haiku. It's one of my favorite follows on Twitter. Just brilliant stuff. And these are a couple of Rocky's Haiku's recent tweets. Right down the middle was the center cut fastball broken bat blooper. 
The boys and their bats blasted and bombed their way to tacos and then some. I do not enjoy when West Coast games hit extras. My bed beckons me. 420 long game seems right for a Rockies game. Colorado proud. And finally, if you doubt the love of friends you made along the way, check hashtag Rockies Twitter. And I want to know, John, how do I apply? I know you're a a, a, a proud member of Rockies Twitter. Where do well, where do I file my paperwork? Hold on a second. Am I? I don't know if I I don't know if I've been officially accepted. Actually, now to come to think of it, um, I made it well known that I was there on Saturday, and uh, there was some of those folks that that They're I, all photographed themselves I, yeah, together. It, I was not invited. I was. So not you're invited. not in Rockies Twitter either. I mean, I think you're kind of a kind of at the center. I mean, maybe not. I mean, officially. the Colorado Rockies official account is the center of Rockies Twitter. That's sure. That's sure. the hub. But I, I thought you were an important I, spoke. I, you know, I, I, I don't want to speak for myself, Colin. I don't want to speak for myself. And then after, in, you know, I might have had to, had some opinions on the matter. But uh, after Saturday, when I wasn't invited down to take the picture, that had to hurt. I thought, hey, and I thought, well, maybe they know how uh, drunk and stoned I am. Maybe they maybe they knew that and they thought maybe they might have been looking at your Twitter account and going, eh, it's probably best. Yeah. If, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. But well, who's um, the ringleader? There's got to be a ringleader. Well, the at call at Colorado. Well, at Rockies I think, I think it kind of focused around. There's a few, you know, probably Shapalicious. Uh, you know, Sh- Shaps in there. Um, uh, Connors in there. Um, Purple, Purple Dino Cast. Purple, Purple Dino Cast is yeah. in there. Were they at the game? Um, no. I mean, Cheryl Tweedy's working her way back, but Connor, she still lives in Florida. Yeah, She's Connor coming. lives in Michigan. He's not there. So, uh, shout out to my man Connor. He's got his own podcast. It's called oh, that Rock- guy. Rocktober Dreamer. She's she's yep. right there. Yeah, definitely she in there. Uh, Nick too. Trem, who was on the show a, a month or two back, yeah. he's definitely the in there. Denver so. Sports Italian. Yeah, I just I you know I don't want to I don't want to overstep my bounds and and say oh yeah I'm you know I'm just I just I, I I like all those folks and if they they can't be bothered to take a picture with me that's cool I I, I won't be too. I'm offended. just saying I'm jealous. I'd like to be part of it, but you know well I mean I'm cool enough for Taylor Swift with L.A. Baby. I'm cool enough for you guys. I, I've that's seen all I'm I've seen people like kind of like try to say hey i'm part of this and i think they're kind of like mm. so you never want to say you're a part of it because if you're not right, you can't claim no, you Twitter. can't claim it you can't claim it because you know if you're part of it cool that's great but um you know i'm gonna make a t-shirt that says hashtag rocky's twitter and just wear it every day until you, just, somebody you need to good. redo your your twitter handle to party deck 303 i can dig it yeah it's good stuff uh party let's get out of here because it's hot as fuck and um, we gotta uh, we gotta wrap this up, but um, this is good times. It's good to get back on the horse. Maybe we can do it again soon. Um, let's get back on some horse. Let's get on some horse. We should get. Uh, we'll get one of those Rockies guys in here. Let's get him in next week. Talk let's some get Ian Desmond. Uh, we can get Ian Desmond because I'm nice guessing. I don't know how long the homestand's going for, but I'm thinking they're probably going to go out of town soon. Back out of town. Maybe they'll leave Quivas here, and we can use him. That'd be good. Yeah, we can do that. Well, if we can convince Desmond to come here, it'll. To have no effect on the game. That is true. I want to get that Moj. 
Oh, yeah, that's a good one, too. We'll get him. And Scott Hastings wants He's to He's going out. to Gay Paris today. Is he? Yeah. Well, Scott He's Hastings. Flying. He's got a 15-hour flight. Scott wanted to come back, Scott too. Scott wants to come back right away. Yeah, so that. We had a great time. Scott I got, we got to do it on a night that I can, like, hang out and take an Uber dude, home. Dude, those dudes, those media motherfuckers love this shit, dude. They I love know, getting in here you, and cutting loose. Because you can sit in here and cut loose, so yeah. that's good. Well, we've cut loose, and it felt great, and we're really excited. But we got to get to colder. we got to get to cooler uh, climates because it's hot as fuck in here. So uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, this has been the South Stands Denver Fancast. South Stands Live. Until next time, adios. We love you so much, Denver! It's really good. Thank you. Uh, the glass at the front of the tube again. Okay. You know, post, post stuff. That's right. I'm, post. I'm going to cut all this out, so. Yeah. Like a cancer. Yep. Just like a cancer. Well, Scrape it off the inside of my lung wall. Mm. Hope that's not happening. I mean, fuck. If I don't quit smoking cigarettes, it's inevitable. You should. You should. Oh, yeah, I know. Awesome wow, Scott, you're the first person to suggest that. <laughs> yeah, we should do that. Just, just, just trying to help. I, no, that's awesome. But thank try, you. Trying try to help. Is there some sports? Yep. Y'all ready for some sports? I'm yep. ready. All right. Let's get down a little bit.